my friends, and welcome to Break Free Stories. I'm Shannon Gleason, and congratulations for tuning in today. I created Break Free Stories because over the last few years, actually many years, I've heard and witnessed stories of breakthrough, grit, and overcoming over and over again from people I admire. I realized I wanted to collect all of these stories and keep them in one space to inspire more freedom for others in my life, in coaching circles, and the audience here, which is you. My own story is full of breakthroughs. I'm a single mother of four great teens, two boys, two girls. One son of mine experiences disability. I'm a survivor, a trauma survivor. I'm a contender breaking off a lifelong battle with anxiety and food addiction. I'm a business leader. I launched my own business eight years ago and it's changed my life forever. All these breakthroughs have introduced me to others with parallel stories, including the Break Free Tribe where our community lives out daily courage, we envision our best lives, and where we share stories of freedom and health. I know you'll enjoy my guest today. I can't wait for you to hear Tiffany's story of Breakthrough to Freedom. Welcome, Tiffany. Hi, how are you? So glad to be here. So fun to have you on. So Tiffany, share with us a bit about who you are and how we know each other. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, Shannon, I just adore you. Thank you so much for inviting me on. And I just love your story of breakthrough. Um, you're super inspiring. And so I'm just thrilled that you're doing this podcast. So thank you for stepping out, using your voice, being a mighty woman of God. Um, I just love it so much. But we met, let's see, it was um, through Forging Diamonds coaching program. And you... Um, you went through the program and we got to go on a journey together and, um, yeah, we go to church together and, you know, just all the youth stuff with the kids and youth group. I think that's how we know each other. Is that right? It's I'm pretty sure I got all of them. <laughs> yeah. That's when we first met. And that was a year ago, actually, almost to the day that, um, wow. I, yeah. And you were my coach in forging diamonds and helping me just... <laughs> A lot of the things I just talked about, the breakthrough that was for me, that God had for me, he helped me reach that through you and and the program there. So, and now we're friends and and you always are. Yeah. I know who I can call. I've got some truth tellers in my corner and you're absolutely one of them. So, so excited to have you here today. Yeah. So I have some, I have some questions for you as it relates to your breakthrough because you have an incredible incredible life full of breakthrough. Um, it's probably hard to choose which area to share today, but I have some questions for you to share with our audience here. So we're going to get started. Okay. Sounds so what, great. Yeah. So Tiffany, what is a silly habit you had when you were younger that you were able to break? Can you think of one? Silly habit that I had when I was younger that I was able to break. Um, I, you know, I would have to say biting my nails, although I haven't fully broken that yet. Um, I have this weird thing that if it's part of my nails, like the nail polish is off or, you know, something is, is kind of ruined on my nails. I'll, I'll basically destroy the whole thing just to make a fresh clean slate. (laughs) So that would probably have to be the one. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. I'd have to say I'm the same. It's more like grooming, right? More like grooming than a habit. So yeah, that's good. That's totally. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and transitioning from a silly habit when you were younger to probably a lot more deeper uh, types of habits and, and breakthrough for you now as an adult. But what is something more recently in your life that you've been freed from 
Well, that's a loaded question. Um, and I would love to answer that. That is, um, yeah, it's really, it's really good because what God has been doing with me lately is just, he really is in the details of, you know, we have, I've had so much breakthrough, like you said, and so much growth and, you know, being in, um, the business industry, the direct sales industry, you know, you in that industry, as you know, Shannon, it's like, you either are going to grow through your insecurities, through your lack of confidence, through your, um, ability to even, you know, speak and learn, you're going to grow or, you know, you're going to have to probably find something else to do. And so I have been in that industry for gosh, 15 years now. And it's been, it's taken me places that I never thought that I would go as far as leadership development and growth and just increase in my life. But there was a point in time where I no longer could put things under the rug that I was dealing with internally and spiritually. And, um, you know, the Lord would just continue in his grace and mercy to just tap me on the shoulder and say, you know, Hey, Hey, sweetheart, are you ready? You ready to deal with that thing that you want to let go of? And, you know, for, um, a long time I dealt with, um, these cycles of anger and rage. And I had a beautiful home, beautiful husband and kids and, you know, just living my best life on the outskirts, you know, outside looking in, I was living my best life, but on the inside of my soul, I was struggling big time. And I could not figure out what was going on. And, um, there was just, it, it reminds me of the, the movie frozen, you know, where queen Elsa, <laughs> if you all know, if y'all have watched frozen, I mean, if you have kids, you probably have it memorized like yeah. I do, but there's a point in that, in that story where, you know, she had to come out and rule her kingdom that, that she was, you know, appointed and anointed to rule. And she had to come out of hiding and she was very afraid because there was a storm inside of her that hurt her sister, right? So she she had experienced pain and she had caused pain. So she decided, you know, her whole life to lock herself up and hide her gift and her anointing and her her ability to be a princess. And so in this movie, like I just it rang so true for me. It sounds so silly, but it was so my life. It was like, you know, Tiffany, you're either gonna have to deal with what's under the rug and come out of hiding, or you're not going to be able to walk fully in, in everything that I've called you to do. And the Lord was so merciful with me and so gracious. And so there was a point in time where I came to, you know, I'd experienced a lot of healing, a lot of breakthrough, a lot of deliverance, a lot of, um, you know, inner level healing, all the things. So I started working through this process of, of getting the storm that was inside of me to come, to come out of me so that it was no longer a part of me so that I could, I could have a proper, you know, fight basically. So I could get my fight back of like, okay, this isn't me. This, what, this, what, this rage, this anger, this, um, this isn't me. So why am I, why is it still here? You know, and I had to walk that journey with God and he showed me, it was a ministry moment. Um, we were in a ministry, um, setting and I was there to minister. You know, I, I, um, I'm with to ministries and I do a lot of, Uh, ministry events with them. We do women's encounter, um, 
you know, events all over the country. We travel, we bring worship teams in, we create an atmosphere of breakthrough and healing. And I was in one of those moments. This is about five years ago, four or five years ago. And after so much healing, after so much breakthrough, the Lord once again tapped me on the shoulder and he said, you know, Tiffany, um, are you ready to deal with that moment when you were 15? And he showed me a memory of when I was 15 and, and I'm going to, I'm just going to get real with you guys right here. I'm going to get raw with you. Okay. So bear with me, but he, he took me back to this moment when I was 15 and I was so scared and so lost and so broken. And I had found myself in a Planned Parenthood on Um, I'll say that again, just in case I found myself in a Planned Parenthood on the abortion table in that clinic. And I was having an abortion at 15 and God just said, he said, Tiffany, will you allow me to heal and rescue that 15 year old little girl laying on that table? And because I know he's good and I'm not, I'm not afraid of where he's going to take me because he's a good father And because I know his character, I knew that he would only reveal that moment that I had so buried, you guys. I had that moment so buried. It was so, it wasn't just under the rug. It was like under the rug and deep down in the ground buried. And what I didn't realize was, here's what he showed me was whatever you will, whatever you're going to, to put in the grave will ultimately put you in the grave with your destiny and your anointing. It's really not, it's not beneficial and to do that, but we don't know what else to do with that kind of trauma and pain. Right. And so we just, we just stuff it away. And that's, that's, you know, God gave us that ability to do that. By the way, he gave us the ability to fight, you know, to have fight, flight, or freeze in the moment of trauma. But he also extends an invitation to us to go back and to invite yeah. his presence and his goodness in that moment and have a full exchange with the cross of Jesus Christ. There's a, there was, there's a full exchange moment that I had there. And so he, he extended an invitation and I could have said, no, I could have said, no, I'm not ready for that. Lord. I'm not, I'm not ready to go back to that 15 year old little girl. I'm actually kind of mad at her. You know, I don't really want to go, go back there. And so he, um, but because I knew his goodness and because I knew he was bringing it up to heal me, he only reveals something to heal. He reveals to heal. Okay. That's, that's the only reason. And so because it's, you know, by the spirit of the Lord, I was like, okay, yes, I will let you rescue, rescue her. And then he asked me another question that really took me by surprise. And he said, then I need you to feel remorse about what you've done. And I was like, uh Oh, whoa. And, and it kind of like, it was almost like if I didn't know that he was good, I would have taken that as shame or guilt or whatever. Right. But God knows me inside yeah. and out. And he knows me so well that he was like, I know you've buried this and you have zero emotion about it. And he, I knew what he was asking me to do. He was asking me to cry. Mm-hmm. He was asking me to feel the hurt and the pain of, of losing my baby and getting and choosing to, and choosing to get rid of my baby and choosing that path over, you know, life, choosing death over life. And so I just asked him to help me with the emotions. He helped me start crying. He showed me an image of another, you know, little 15 year old that I knew at the time that I absolutely adored. And he said, what if it was her laying there? And that's when I lost it. I started weeping. I started crying. I was like, there's no way. And he said, exactly. That's how I felt about, about it when it was you. 
And then I got his heart. I was able to capture his heart in that moment. And it was, it was so painful because I had to relive it, but it was so beautiful all in the same moment because Mm -hmm. I couldn't fully give him something that I didn't have myself. Like I didn't have it. I buried it. Right. So I had to dig that back up and I had to hold it in my hands and go, I, I murdered my baby at 15. Okay, Lord. Like, how do I feel about this? How should I feel about this? And he gave me the emotions and then I was able to hand it to him in a, in a full expression of, of all the proper emotions that I should have had when I was 15 that I didn't. All the things that I've buried for so many years, we're talking 22 years, 20 something years of burial of that moment. We were never going to talk about this, by the way. I'm never going to get on a podcast. I'm never going to share this. I'm never going to like that story is not beneficial for people to hear. Like that's what I, that's what I thought for so many years. And, and plus like, what are, what are my Christian friends going to think? You know what I'm saying? Like, can I even minister? Am I even allowed now to preach the gospel? I didn't know. Right. So it was just easier to bury it. And God in his loving mercy and his kindness allowed me and helped me to undig that moment and give it fully to him with all the tears, all the groans, all the wails, all the expression of pain. And he took it once and for all. And from that moment forward, when I invited his presence into that moment, it was the biggest breakthrough that I've ever had. And I, it's hard to explain. Um, it's like one of those moments where you feel like you're never going to stop crying and it kind of makes you afraid of like, is this emotion ever going to turn off? Because see, we, we get really good as women and people, we turn off our emotions like a faucet and we just like, that's enough. I'm just going to turn that off. And we don't have a full release to the Lord. And, and so then, then we, there we are again. And we're in these cycles of, you know, um, I mean, I found myself like, here's the, that was the root and here was the fruit. And I couldn't connect these dots. Only Holy Spirit could do this for me. I was, I was experiencing massive self-hate. I was experiencing, um, self-sabotage. Like I would go to lose weight. First of all, I would hate the way I looked. And then I would like, okay, I'm going to go lose weight. And then I would, I would just self-sabotage the entire time. And then it was like this cycle of, of hate and shame and, and I'm like, why am I like, what is going on? Like I've, I've lost weight before I have lost 45 pounds before. What is the deal? And the Lord was like, we got to deal with this. And so from that moment on, like, I, I mean, like I remember going summer after summer, not wearing shorts. And I know, like, I know now I am beautiful. I am like, my confidence is so different now than it was before because we got rid of the root of self-hate. See, when you make a mistake like that in, 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 in that type of, um, bravity, like the, the bravity of the mistake of an abortion, yeah, like you will spend, I didn't know this, but when you, this is what the Lord told me. He said, Tiffany, when you lose that bad, you will spend the rest of your life. If you don't give it to me, trying to win and make up for that loss. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. And I didn't realize it, but it would put me in these cycles of, I just can't, like, I can't get a grip on who I am and why do I, why do I not like myself and why can't I, you know, I'll accomplish stuff and then I'll go backwards. And it's this perpetual cycle. And that day the Lord healed, he, he pulled that root up from my soul. He healed it with his, with his goodness and his presence. And then he allowed me to start walking out the fruit of freedom. 
And, um, it's been absolutely miraculous what's happened. Um, he's definitely opened my voice, opened my story up. Um, like I said, I never would do this, Shannon. Like there's no way like you would ever get me on a podcast sharing to anyone, you know, because of the judgment, there's so much judgment, but I'm not afraid because I know that I'm not a victim anymore of that, of the, of what I had done of my sin. I'm not a victim of that sin anymore. And because I allowed the Lord to heal me, you know, the, the, the accuser can't come and accuse me anymore. And so it's pretty powerful. So that's what I experienced um, with that. Well, that is incredible breakthrough. In fact, I have had just such the honor to not only hear your story, the first time I met you, I heard it and I was like, dang, that is, that is God's healing and it's painful, but it's beautiful at the same time. And then to watch you though, live out your story and share it unafraid, um, all throughout the country, you travel and you share this and the amount of women that need to hear your story, to have that permission to go there and dig up that route and experience the breakthrough itself. God is absolutely um, using your story in such a huge way for so many women. Thank you. It's mind blowing, honestly. It's amazing. God is is. so good. He's so good. So that being said, you know, I know you go and you travel and you share your story, your testimony of breakthrough, but what do you say to a woman who doesn't feel free? I mean, this is a, a, after everything you just shared, but what, like if someone came up to you and they didn't know you and they were struggling to not feel free, what would, what would you say to them? Yeah. I mean, it would be, it, you know, I'm, I try to lean on the Holy spirit so much in that situation, just because I'm not that good <laughs> to know how to, how to be free um, without his help. And so I would, I would check in with the Holy spirit and ask like, okay, what's going on here. And then I would, um, I would ask a series of questions. I would say, what is the number one negative emotion that you're dealing with or negative activity? Or what's the thing that like, if you could leave right here mm-hmm. that you would walk away from it? You know, that one thing, like there's always the one thing, you know, that you're like the cycle. Right. And so, um, I would ask that question and then we would dive into that together. And I would say, you know, okay, let's, let's ask the Holy spirit. Where did this first start? When was the first moment you felt that? Yeah. You know, and, and we would just go on a journey together and it would take about, you know, seven minutes <laughs> and we would allow, we would allow the Holy spirit to, to uncover, you know, cause he's the only one that can get under the rug and get deep down in the, in the dirt, in the garden of our heart and figure out what's in there. That's causing this, this, um, stronghold, this torment, this pain, this cycle, he's the only one. And so I do, I do give him glory because it's really nothing that I can do on my own. Um, but that is what I would do. And it would, he would show us like, and usually a memory pops up, you know? So like that moment, you know, Holy spirit brought me a memory and it was that it was right there laying on the table. And I hadn't thought about that in, in, I don't know how long. And he just tapped me on the shoulder with it. And so I just allowed him to go there and, um, just do what he wanted to do in that and find, I found his presence there and I found his heart for me in that moment where, you know, yeah, I was committing sin, but his heart was not mad at me. Like he, he showed me Jesus right there and, yeah. and he was loving me and he mm-hmm. was telling me it was going to be okay. And he was telling me, I'm sorry that you're going through this. And this is, yeah. this is not my plan for you. This is horrible. And this is not okay. And I'm so sorry, but you see, 
we live in the world. We get free will. We, you know, but it doesn't mean it doesn't break his heart. And so he showed me a broken heart. And as a father, it's like, whoa, you know, like that kind of love is it's radical. And so that's what I would do for someone like that. It's like, let's, let's figure out what's actually going on here. You know, the Lord showed me a while ago, you know, I'm, I'm in the process of writing my, my book on this because I desperately Shannon, like I desperately want to put something in the hands of everyone that asks that question. Like I've had, and even like any healing, but mostly like I've had an abortion. How do I heal? And so the Lord's taking me on a journey right now of writing and he's showing me in scripture what godly remorse means and what it means to weep over your sin. And, you know, all of these things, like we are so good at surface, you guys. Like, I mean, that's what I've learned is we can't be surface with our trauma and with the things that are causing us pain because they're they're deep down. So we got to go inside. We have to go inside of our hearts, inside of the turmoil and find where the storm is and then, and then deactivate the storm by pulling the root. And so like there was this time, um, you know, where I begged my husband, I was like, babe, babe, just let me mow the lawn. Like, can I just mow the lawn once? I just want to see the satisfaction of the grass, the lines in the grass. He's like, he's like, fine, fine, fine. And so (laughs) I'm mowing the lawn, you guys. And it was this moment that I had with the Lord. And he showed me, he said, look at you're mowing the lawn and you're going right over those weeds. You're going right over the weeds and you're cutting them just like you're cutting the grass. You're doing a surface cut. And yes, it's beautiful when you're done, but only for a few days. Right. And then boom, boom, those weeds come right back up because we're not pulling the root. And so he showed me that. And then he also was like, and then I went out and pulled some weeds and this isn't me. Like, I don't like, I'm like, please don't put me outside doing yard work. Like, no, (laughs) but he was teaching me something. So I was like, I had this compelling, like, I've got to go pull weeds now. Right. So then he, he showed me, okay, feel like when you go after that weed, feel how it feels when it's just broken off halfway. And you don't get the root. And I was like, oh, that's so frustrating. He goes, exactly. He goes, we stop too early when we're in our healing. And so he's like, now feel what it feels like when you get that whole root and you pull that whole thing up out of the ground. And I was like, oh, that is so awesome. You know? And he goes, yes. He goes, that's what I'm after. And that's where everyone's healing lies is going for the full root. I love love that analogy with the grass and the root. And gosh, lucky, blessed is the girl that asks you or comes to you and says that they don't feel free because you are going to like be the hands and feet and guide them along. And I know that because you did that with me a year ago and uh, you're just so, so, so good at that. And, and also also, you know, reminding the tender loving grace of the heavenly father and that he, you know, he, he's not there to shame, blame and, and, uh, so, so good. So good. Okay. So one more question. Yeah. Um, one more question is who is one person who has helped you in your journey? Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest, um, my biggest cheerleader of course is my husband. He has been an absolute rock for our family and he's had his own freedom encounters. We all have, but he has always been willing to just deep dive with me into the mess of my emotions into, you know, he never was, he just decided early on, you know, God showed him like, you're not at battle with Tiffany. Like Tiffany is not your battle. 
your battle is with the demonic force and the principalities of the air and the, the evil. That's your battle. And it's not Tiffany. And so he was really good at separating the two. And so he could help me deep dive into what we were going through um, very early on. And we've been together for 21 years. We have five amazing kids. Um, you know, and it's it's been amazing. Sorry. It's been amazing because he's helped me really deep dive into that. And um, so he's been a rock. He's been an absolute shepherd of my heart. He's a he is an absolute pastor. He's pastored me. He's shepherd shepherded me. He's he's followed the voice of the Lord um with my breakthrough and with his own. And it's been amazing um, to go through with him. And then I would say second, um, but not less important, is my very, very, very good friend, um, Jenny Donnelly. And she has um, she has been an absolute change agent for me in my life. Um, and I do want to put a shameless plug on here real quick. She just released a brand new book called Wake Up Dead. And it literally is all about this topic. It's all about just dying to yourself to find true life. And when you can lay your own life down, you can really experience the fullness and the, the, just the, uh, just fully alive in, um, whatever you're doing and in your calling and in your businesses and your families and all of that. And so, um, you can go to wakeupdeadbook.com and find her book there. But, um, she also wrote a book called still, and that is, um, you know, finding the calm in the chaos. And that was a really, really great book for me too. And, um, she's just mentored me and poured so much life into me. She's the friend that is going to basically say, okay, we're going to deal with that now. You know, yeah. she's not going to, she's never let me be mediocre. She's never let me sit on the sidelines. She's never let me, um, not be all that God has created me to be. And I'm so incredibly grateful for her and for that and the anointing that's on her life to pull the gold out of everyone that she's around. And so, yeah, she's, she has just been absolutely instrumental in my life and I love her so much. I, I love your answer. I know both of them and I think that they're incredible and they bless me too. Really amazing. <laughs> I love getting to do life with you guys so much. Yeah. And we will put in the show notes, we'll put a link for that. Um, I'm so excited because I did order my copy already and going to participate in the study and all that with you guys. So excited. So you guys are, do you see now why I have uh, Tiffany here? Um, <laughs> absolutely inspiring. So good. Okay. So now Tiffany, I have flash questions. So these are just questions. The first thing that comes to your head, answer them. Super fun. Um, so first one is what is your favorite non-food reward? Favorite non-food reward. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would have to say like a shopping date with a friend. Good, good. What is a song you blast when you want to feel free? Ooh, right now it's, um, gosh, what is it called? I have to look at my, it is, let me get it for real quick. Um, it is Miracle, where, Miracle in the Works by Brian and Katie Torwalt. It's phenomenal right now. So good. So good. We're going to put I together. like new songs. <laughs> I like new I, songs. I like I'm like, new- I'm always like on the cutting edge. Like where's the new song at? And Maverick city, anything Maverick city or Brandon Lake, obviously like just boom. Like, okay, good. I know who to, I know, I know who to call for new songs. Cause I always get stuck on the same one. Like, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to put together a, a playlist for all of the last songs that everyone. Yes. Yeah, so good. And then if you could, um, Share with us, what is the place that makes you feel the most at peace? 
place that makes me feel the most at peace? Um, well, there's a practical place that I can go to daily, and that's just my my little quiet area, my desk area um, that has the windows that looks over the property that we live. Um, and then there is like, if I, if I could fly somewhere, it would be the beach, white sand, blue water. It's like glorious. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that you have a practical one and a dreamy one. Like that we yes. can go there and <laughs> close our eyes and go there. Right. Love yes, that. Yes. Yes. So good. And Tiffany, what are you looking forward to most this next season? This next season, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting this message out in a, in a greater way. I know that God has shown me if I can, um, if I can write what he's shown me down and put it in a format where people can read it, then it will go farther than I can go. And like the thing that breaks my heart the most is when you're talking about if anyone comes up to me and gets a ministry moment, you know, like, like I can only go so many places. I can only talk on so many Zooms or phone calls or whatever, but I want to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. I want to equip ministers on how to deal with topics like this and also equip the women on how to be healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so that's what I'm most looking forward to. So if you guys are listening to this, if you could just pray for me to just finish this thing and do it exactly how God wants me to do it. Um, I know this isn't about me. I know it's a mandate on my life, um, but I know it can help tremendously. And and this is just a topic that we have to start talking about and we have to start healing because um, I believe that we're in the, one of the greatest seasons of yeah. women's voices being completely unlocked and purified yeah. for kingdom work. And I believe that if you're listening to this right now, there are things that you have been um, equipped and only you can say them the way you say them. And only yeah. you have your story to tell. And I believe as we purify and heal from the trauma that we've had, from our past wounds, from even just church hurts, from speaking out, you know, if we, as we heal, we purify our voices, we allow the Holy Spirit to develop our voice. And I believe that we will see a million women on the mall of Washington, DC with a purified voice and a message that will, that will unlock, um, the true woman's movement and, and the, the kingdom of God that is on the inside of us will come out fully. And so that's my, um, excitement right now. That's my prayer. Um, and I know we're all a part of that. Every single one of you that are listening right now, because you're, you are called and anointed and appointed for such a time as this. And I believe that with all my heart. And so step into it, unlock your voice, heal what you need to heal from. And let's do this thing. Let's lock arms. So that's what, that's what I would say I'm most excited about. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I'm so glad to be part of that and, and cheering you on, praying you on. And gosh, um, you're a chain breaker, Tiffany. And thank you so much for doing the work and doing the healing and trusting God and then sharing with others that it's possible for them. And I want to also uh, right now break off the lie. If anyone's listening that you have to have a husband or you have to have a Jenny Donnelly best friend in order to do that, you don't. Remember, Tiffany's story is between her and God and she did it. That's right. They did it and it's available for you. But gosh, look for who your truth tellers are. Surround yourself with those that you have. And if you don't, you have them here at Break Free. You have them here with Tiffany and the opportunities that she has to go out 
and with her voice movement and all of that, because that's what we're about. I got an email today from Lisa Bevere, who I know uh, we work with, with Jenny, and and she talks about um, the woman at the well <clears throat> and just how Jesus spoke to her. She's the first person that knew the son of God was walking the earth and he, he came to a woman first. So women, we are, it's our time and we are like Esther's rising up. And I love the image that you have of us in Washington, DC, but it starts with us healing. So seeking in our hearts and with God, like, what do you have me to pull up the root from and heal and mourn and experience radical healing and breakthrough? So. So good, Tiffany. I love it so much. Um, So so much of my breakthrough this year, in fact, even just having this podcast is because of the work that you've inspired me to do in my life. So everyone here listening, it's possible for you too. So good. So good. So thanks you guys for joining us today for Break Free Stories. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for being so bold and brave and honest and being a truth teller for all of us today. You are truly transparent with a really difficult and hard truth of what happened in your past. And I just I just honor your bravery for that so much. So are you guys inspired by today's story? Are you inspired by our, by today's guest? Are you ready for your breakthrough? Click the link in the show notes or book a time for us to talk about your breakthrough story on my calendar. The link can be found in my bio on Instagram and Facebook. You guys, break free is possible. Tiffany has shown us that. Hopefully I have shown you that and all the guests we have on the show have shown you that. It's your turn. Join us today. For more information, visit www.breakfreestories.com. Break Free Stories is created by Shannon Gleason, produced by Katie Casada, and edited by Ray Kruna. Production assistance by Erin Baldy. For more information, visit www.breakfreestories.com.